Welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Hello and welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast. My name is Evelyn Knight. I am so thankful for you today. Each one of you who listen or pop in to watch me, it just fills my heart with so much gratitude. Thank you so much. Uh, so if you're watching, you can see I'm not alone today. Uh, I'm here with Narmeen Kendall, who is becoming a friend and a colleague and so much in my life. And I'm super excited to announce that Narmeen is also joining our rotation of master coaches. So I'm so those of you um, who are our clients, Narmeen is going to start being in the rotation. You're going to get to start working with her. And the really exciting thing for about this for me is that um, Narmeen is actually a Maxwell Leadership Certified Associate. She is part of the Maxwell Leadership Certified team. And that is so special. Um, if you're not familiar with John Maxwell, go get his books. They are just amazing. We were talking about this yesterday and um, he is the number one best-selling leadership author in the world, first of all. And there's a reason for that because his content is amazing. It is amazing. And um, I don't care how many times I read his books, I will read the same book over and over. And every time I get something new out of it, he's just a next level leader. And he's so real. Like it's just amazing human being. Not only is he so like just gifted in being an amazing leader, but he's just such a wonderful human. Um, so we were talking about this yesterday a lot, Narmeen. And uh, one of the things that came up is how does this play into early childhood education? And over the last couple of weeks, as we've been talking with Narmeen about coming in as one of our master coaches, um, all the things that she was saying, and, and, and Narmeen has a lot more under her belt than just the Maxwell Certified uh, team member. There is a lot more that she can offer, uh, so much more. But this is what really struck me. And one of the things I think we forget in early child education, whether you're a parent, a teacher, or in leadership, is that these leadership skills that we're going to be talking about today they're actually formed in the first five years of life. Mm -hmm. And so we can intentionally help these children form these skills, literally. So it becomes a part of who they are. Later on, it won't be like us, right? I know for me personally, um, just kind of training yourself and to build these good habits, right? We can literally make it a part of who they are. So, it's, so they have more opportunities to be successful for the rest of their life mm -hmm. and also for you to model these things, most importantly, modeling these wonderful skills. So Narmeen, I will let you introduce yourself a little bit more and some of the other amazing things you've done in your life. And then we'll dive in and talk about um, John Maxwell and his foundational work that he's done on leadership. All right. Well, thank you so much, Evelyn. I am so appreciative to, to be with you and your group. 
Um, I was a teacher for 26 years. I, I taught elementary all the way to college. And uh, I decided to, after reading one of John's books, <laughs> I decided that it was time for me to actually go out into the world. Uh, my students used to say, we know what you're going to be, Mrs. Kendall. You're going to be a motivational speaker. You can motivate anyone. And so I wanted to be that voice uh, of change in the world. And actually, one day I was reading the book called Change Your World by John Maxwell. And I stopped and I looked at my husband. And I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And he said, oh, honey, you already do that. I said, no, 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 no. I want to do this formally. I want to go get my certification with the John Maxwell team. And uh, through the process of doing that, I I had been coached and mentored by John Maxwell for seven years up to then, but I hadn't actually been a part of the group formally. And so I that's what I did. I jumped. I jumped out of education and went into this arena of just transformation. It truly transforms a person's life. And it's all about growth, growing yourself first so that you can also grow others around you because we're all leaders, whether we lead, you know, little ones or big ones or just ourselves or our families, we are leaders. Yeah. And I mean, and you make some good points. I'm going to change our view a little bit because I'm going to add some things here, but yeah, you make a very, very good point that we are all leaders and we all need these things. And even the children right in the classroom, Mm -hmm whether you're in a four-year-old classroom or you're in a 14-year-old classroom, you're going to see those dynamics just automatically form. That one child who stands up and takes charge and who really has the confidence and the skills to, and also the problem solving to know when it's time uh, to do those things, right? And it just seems so natural, but in reality, that's what we're really helping to teach in the preschool world. We're helping them so that by the time they are 12 or 14, they have that courage to be able to stand up. So I'm going to actually add just the flyer that you sent me for everyone to see. And um, and for those of you listening to the podcast, it's really just um, my favorite book by John Maxwell that I've read now about four times, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. It really over, it shows you the basic, right? Just if you want to grow as an individual, and I don't care if you're a teacher, if you're an administrator, an owner, a director, whatever it is, we all want to grow. And it's funny, we've talked about this a little bit yesterday too, where he shows, uh, he talks about the law of intentionality, awareness, and consistency, right? And we talked yesterday about how I read these books over and over. And I think to myself, it's so basic. Why do I need this? But then after I'm done, I'm stuff like, wow, I really, really needed that. And sometimes we get so far ahead of ourselves that we forget the basics and we erode that strong foundation. And that's why I think his messaging is so powerful. So if you can talk a little bit about what you told me yesterday, that would be awesome. So uh, John was being interviewed by someone who I think uh, was trying to uh, tease him a little bit about his the simplicity of his message. And he said, 
you know, John, your books are great, but they seem very simple. And he said, hmm, well, that's great that you think that they're simple. However, they're hard to put into practice. And that is the truth. They're simple concepts of growth and leadership. However, it takes a little bit of of intentionality to uh, put them into practice in everyday life. Yeah, that self-discipline of intentionality can be um, probably the biggest stumbling block. And you know, you're in my um, true value of your voice. And I just did the first session to who will help people learn how to get paid to speak. And in session one, that was one of the big things um, that almost the whole session is going to or does revolve around is intentionality. Because as for me, as a trainer and as a coach, I see it all the time where people come in, they invest their money, they say they're going to do all these things, but then they never take action. They never actually do it. I can give you the formula to have the perfect childcare center, perfect business, But if that intentionality isn't there and if you don't take action, nothing's well, an action is one of his steps in there. Mm -hmm. So, um, or I know in the book, not in those three, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's just so vital, important, vitally important. So what have you found with like intentionality and and even like the awareness piece? Well, you have to understand growth isn't automatic you don't just automatically grow. You have to want to grow. You have to actually put in the work in order for growth to take place. And and two questions that I'm actually wanting to ask um, your audience uh, for them to think about is one of them is, what are you doing to develop yourself right now? What are you doing to grow yourself right now? And this, this is part of your success. So when you work on yourself, you're working on your success. However, the second question is, what are you doing to develop others? And that's where significance comes in. How are you significant in the world? Yes, that is huge. And I hadn't thought about that, but how are you developing others and the significance? That is huge. And, um, it says so much to me as I go in and help leaders fix their teams. A lot of times I hear a lot of blame placing. I hear a lot of, they just don't do this and they just don't do that. But when I ask, what have you done to help them grow? Cause that is what a leader is supposed to do. A lot of it is like, well, they should just watch me and know, or I send them to all these trainings, but there's a lot of that isn't happening when it comes to developing growth in others. Um, so that is really, really, uh, I, I really like that concept. So there's a, there's a, li- a little girl that had, um, spoken to, uh, John Maxwell at one point and she went home and, and journaled what she learned from him. And her father actually emailed, uh, the John Maxwell team and, and, and told them what his daughter had said. This, this is a nine-year-old daughter. And she said, you have to work on yourself more than others. And then she said, work on yourself before you work on others. Mm. The first thing is you work on yourself more than others. 
and then work on yourself before you work on others. So I thought that was so profound for a nine-year-old to get that. I think we learned the best lessons from children. They are just, they haven't skewed their reality with um, what society and what the adults in their life really just pour into them. So they, I don't know, sometimes they seem a little bit more in touch with reality. Well, it's the seeds that we're putting into them. So if it's, if you are a person who's growing yourself and you are seeding into your child, then your child is going to become a leader from a young age. Um, I know that uh, my boys, I have I have two adult boys and, and from a young age, we would say, okay, we want you to read. And before anything else, reading was the number one goal. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, some people uh, have said, well, you should give them leadership books. And, and and at the time I wasn't in that arena yet, but we would just give them books um, to just help them um hone in on their language skills and hone in on their uh, imagination because it's in the imagination that a lot of creativity takes place. And so my kids are so creative now, but anyway, so um, what I was getting at is that from a young age, they were reading those books. And if we're continuing to uh, to hone in on ourselves as leaders, and we're allowing our kids to to read books about leadership, then they're going to become, you know, great speakers, great leaders, yeah. and great at uh, at sports. They're going to take that leadership role automatically because you've already seeded that inside them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you've given them the belief. Absolutely. Um, my mom was amazing at that. I have to say she, my mom immigrated to the United States from Honduras and she was so grateful to be here and the opportunities that, um, really America gives us that as a child for me growing up, she told us over and over again, you can do anything with your life because you're American. You, and, and she just was so thankful for us, her children to be born American. And she all the time would tell us there is no limits. You can do anything. You can achieve anything you can, because you're American. And she would always talk about in my country, this is how you're oppressed. And especially for, uh, for her daughters, she was very like American women. You can make the world your oyster basically. And it, it definitely, uh, shows in my life that she really brought us up in that unwavering belief and in self. And it made this awareness in me that was so different than what most people that I notice around me have and that there is no limit. The only limits are the ones I put on myself. Right. That is so awesome. I didn't know that about you. So that's (laughs) I too am an immigrant. I came when I was two years old in 1971 from Egypt. I was born in Egypt and my parents immigrated here and, and they, they had a similar, similar, you know, um, uh, beliefs that you can do it all. You can be whatever you want to be. So I, I totally understand that personal, um, you know, conviction of mine too. Well, and what's interesting for both you and I is um, because our parents both gave us that message, we are willing to take risks. And like what you did with your career, shifting your career, following what that feeling you got that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. 
same with me. And it's scary for those of you out there who listen to us right now and like, wow, they, there, it is terrifying. There are times where it's like, what am I doing? What am I doing? But it's that foundation that our parents gave us telling us it can be done. That's empowered us to be people as adults who can take risks. Mm -hmm. And that's so important for my audience to hear because we're literally forming that in the children we work with right now. We're literally helping them and they can grow up to be people who are limitless if we help them to understand that. And that is awareness, right? Just being aware and intentional with the message that we're sending to these children. Great. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, so in order for us to, I'm going to kind of challenge your, your uh, audience here. So I'm going to ask you, what are you doing right now Mm. for personal growth? What are you doing right now to help yourself grow? Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, that's the question of the day. Yeah. That, and that is so big. It's part of the reason I formed Child Care Business Professionals, my company. Mm-hmm. And what sets me apart from the other, there's so many coaches right now and the, it is kind of, the industry is kind of flooded, but that is what we focus on. Not only do we go in and focus on helping with the business side of things, quality standards, but we really focus on helping you. And I know from my personal experience, I was a business owner for about 12 years, really struggling and failing. Honestly, I was a failing business owner. I've um, filed bankruptcy in the past. I almost lost my childcare center, but it was when I started working on me, not the business, me, that everything changed. And and it kind of came from working on the business, but then I realized, oh, I need to change something inside of me. And as that changed, it trickled down to everything, every part of my life. Like I lost 160 pounds. I just, every part of my life working on me, my success rate, how I I now own four companies, all of the things. And so, yeah, personal development is so important to me. I think a lot of people would be shocked to know I invest probably about a third of my income every year on my personal growth and development, because I understand that investment, uh, isn't it John Maxwell who said, um, he, I think a quote from the 15 invaluable laws of growth is um, stock market might crash, diamond mines run out, but your brain is your greatest asset that will never let you down. And that quote really stuck with me. When I read that, I just like, wow, that's so true. It's like, I can, and, and so I stopped investing in all those things the world tells us to, right? Tells mm-hmm. us we need to have a 401k. And I'm not saying, I'm not a financial advisor, so I'm not <laughs> saying that, but from my personal experience, I literally stopped investing in all of that. And I took that mm-hmm. money and started investing in me. Yes. And it's amazing how it completely changed my life, how successful I am. And the joy and, and what I can pour into others too, because you, you know, you like me, we're God girls and we have to go where God leads us. And I was able to just show up for people, kind of like what you were saying earlier, being able to show up for people, to grow them, to pour into them. 
And there's a joy that comes with that. And just Mm -hmm. this life satisfaction that is, I just can't even explain. It's just a next level type of joy that you Mm -hmm. receive. And all that started when I started pouring into me and my personal development. Because it's all about figuring out what your significance is. And so once you pour into yourself, you're able to pour into others and find your significance in that. Mm. That is so good. That's amazing. So the next is the law of consistency. I think a lot of what we were just talking about is awareness, right? Because I have to say, like through my journey of personal growth, if there's one thing, it's awareness. Uh, I would say there's two big things that changed everything is I became aware, right? And once you become aware, you can do something about it. You can correct the things that are holding you back. And then the um, other thing that really changed is gratitude. My mm-hmm. mindset shifted from this mindset of lack in why does this happen to me? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? To looking around and suddenly realizing, wow, I have such an amazing, abundant life that is just so full of blessings. And and I know a lot of people, when I say that, their first thought is, but Evelyn, and I, I talk to people all the time who tell me, but Evelyn, you don't understand what I've been through. Right. Right. And I usually come back like, you don't understand what I've been through. You have no idea what I've faced or what I live with. And, um, but there's still, there's still abundance in everything. Absolutely. I'm actually doing uh a a Thanksgiving, uh, a November gratitude uh, challenge uh, for all the people that I, that I come in contact with, whether they're my church people or from my community. So we're all doing this challenge 40, uh, excuse me, November challenge together um, and finding just a grateful heart because a grateful heart is one of abundance. Uh You know, you're, you attract what you're grateful more of what you're grateful for. 100%. um, Gratitude is really what pushed, pulled me out when I was really depressed after my husband died. Um, there was a moment in my life and I've talked about it before, but where I was ready to quit and give up. And I looked around me and I decided um, I could sell my companies, a few of my assets off, and I never have to work again. I would live a comfortable but modest life, but I never have to work again. Mm-hmm. And I just, um, I really prayed hard about it and God really showed me that I needed to look at what I have instead of what I've lost. So I challenged myself every day. I had to come up with five things I'm grateful for, and I wasn't allowed to repeat the same thing twice. So that sounds easy, but after 30 days, you're just like, I've already said my children, I've already said, you know, all those obvious things in the beginning, it's so easy. right? Right. And then something shifted inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly would wake up in the morning. And the first thought that would go through my head was, wow, I got to wake up under covers today. I'm so thankful. I'm on a mattress. I'm thankful for that. I would step on carpet and think, I'm so thankful that my feet are on carpet. Mm-hmm. And it like something yeah. about my entire life shifted. And instead of seeing what I lost, I suddenly started being grateful for the 30 years I did have with my husband. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at my life thinking, you know what? He might be gone, but now I'm thankful for the time I did have instead of the time I've lost. And it just changed everything. It completely changed my life. 
So yeah, I think that's wonderful. The the gratitude is just it is life changing, absolutely life. Um, but we kind of digress, and <laughs> me and my ADHD brain will do that. And so the last one with consistency, what mm-hmm. golden nuggets would you have when it comes to consistency? Just do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's an exercise actually that uh, that John challenges people with, and and he says sit on the, on the edge of your bed every morning when you get up. And you just say to yourself, just do it, just do it. And he, he drove his wife crazy because he would say it 50 times, 50 times um, in the morning. And he said, he just challenged himself to do that every morning. He said, I know it sounded crazy. I know it was, it was out of the ordinary, but he said it actually really motivated him because every time he faced a challenge that day, Mm. he would automatically, his brain would all automatically say, just do it. Yes. And I actually uh, coached a young man who was a junior in high school and he, and his parents had come to me asking for some uh, help with some discipline and motivation. And we did that exercise. And at the end of our time together, he said the one thing that really has stuck with him was doing that exercise, the just do it exercise. And so I was like, oh my goodness. So as simple as it was, it was just kind of a shift. It made a new groove in his brain to where uh, instead of you know, going and procrastinating, he then uh, would fall on to just do it. Yes. And I do remember that was actually one of my favorite chapters in the book, uh, 15 Laws of Invaluable Growth, uh, that with the just do it. And and by the way, for those of you out there, he did come up with that before Nike. It was John Maxwell did come up with that before Nike. It is a coincidence, but but there's a reason because it's such, again, so simple, but such a profoundly powerful statement. It's amazing. Well, Armin, again, I know it's your second time on the podcast, but always it is just so full of so much rich, amazing information. So I, I'm so excited to have you as a part of our uh, team. Yeah. And for those of you on my, uh, our members, Narmeen will be also training. We are adding her to our trainer rotation on Thursdays. Um, and of course, you know, if you can't make it live, we have the recordings of any, but December, right? You'll be uh, start. Okay. Yeah. So you, I'm really excited because just uh, John Maxwell's teachings, his leadership is just the next level, the best there is out there. It really is the cream of the crop. And so to have Narmeen being able to teach this in our program will be amazing. And Narmeen has a lot of other certifications as well, not just a Maxwell, which will tie into educating the children. So I know as we talked about it, we did talk about the fact that she will be bringing in teachings that you can use in the classroom as well, not just for you as a leader or leading your teams, which is very important, but also how do we teach our children to become little leaders as well? So I'm so thankful for you and the fact that you are joining us and that we were connected. Absolutely. No, no coincidence. I 100% agree with that. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.